Have you noticed that the more we try to spread agile, the more we seem to struggle with doing it well and getting the desired result? Well, why is that? That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back. Great to see you here. Hope everybody's doing well. Hey, have you heard the saying that the more we know, the less we understand? The notion of opposites has been well-documented and accepted for centuries now. It's truly age-old wisdom. And there's a reason why it's age-old wisdom. It works, but we're not practicing what we preach. I want to talk to you about how understanding opposites is the small tweak that can totally change your agile game. But first, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unstoppable force in this industry. And remember, guys, if this helps you, please tell your friends. All right, let's take just a few moments to consider opposites. In order to defeat the strong, you need to be yielding. In order to become powerful, first you must become humble. To be victorious over an opponent, first you must be victorious over yourself. In order to become the light, you must first struggle through darkness. All of these things are examples of opposites. It means almost literally that in order to achieve something in a certain direction, you must first excel in the opposite direction. You must go in the unintended and unexpected way. How does this apply to agility? I think if you study the philosophy of agile well, you'll see the parallels. In order to have certainty, have less certainty. Put into practice, that means to me, in order to save time and waste on hefty upfront activities like documentation, we first must be comfortable moving without documentation, without certainty, which means adopting an experimental mindset. Those of us who truly believe in Agile truly believe that that works, that the best way to find out what solution will solve a specific problem is to try an experiment. Another example of opposites is in order to leverage the power of team, we have to limit the size of the team. We must also focus on breadth of experience in addition to sheer depth of expertise. And it's not always the case that we simply run in the opposite direction of what common wisdom might tell us to do, but really we're seeking balance. We can't have a little of this without an equal amount of that. How many times in life have you screwed something up because you tried too hard? You tried to make the perfect puff pastry. You were shooting for perfection, let's say in woodworking or an artistic project. Now, all of us would agree that you can't do any of those things without some basic fundamental knowledge and maybe even some skill building. But your first shot out of the gate can't be focused on perfection 
because you're going to try too hard to juggle all the little details that you don't yet understand at an intuitive level, and you're probably going to screw it up. Doing Agile well is about finding that excellent balance. People are always bickering over, well, wait a second, no documentation? I can't do that. I got to have some documentation. And then we get into the discussion of how much documentation is enough. And when we do that, we spend more time bickering and trying to find the perfect balance rather than experimenting and letting the perfect balance expose itself. Yes, you need some documentation. No, it doesn't all have to be done up front. And no, it doesn't have to be the excessive and exhaustive documentation that we all grew up on. Yes, we need some degree of reporting and accountability, but we don't need the same kind of reporting and tracking that we saw 10 years ago in traditional project management. And we know this because those methods weren't getting better results, were they? And most importantly, no, in Agile, we don't need years upon years of training. We don't need the newest and latest technique and all of the associated courses and certifications that go with it. Agile should be about optimal human flow. We as human beings designed commerce. We designed business. We should be equally good at designing the processes and practices that make it hum. And too much of an attempt to scribe it, document it, and safeguard practices so that they're foolproof in every situation is just going to create more failure. Not to date this episode, but if you're sitting in the middle of this COVID-19 lockdown, look around you at what everyone's doing. They're going back to fundamentals. They're going back to baking bread. They're going back to family activities. They're going back to simple, non-digital, analog arts and crafts. They're going for walks. They're experiencing more heart-based communication. And most importantly, we're learning because we have to, what we can live without and what we can't. So when people say that things will never be the same, they're right in the sense that we're going to become keenly aware of the things that we're doing that are out of balance. The things that we're doing because we think we're supposed to, not because they add any value to our delivery capacity. If you want to be in the leading edge of Agile in 2020, 2021 and beyond, you need to be an expert at finding those balances dynamically It's different for every team. It's different for every client and culture. It's different for every product and initiative. Now, I've been saying this for years on the show. To find speed, first you have to slow down. To find excellence, first you have to find failure. To find out what works, you have to find out what doesn't work. To find out how to do things at scale, you have to do them perfectly at small scale. So give this some thought. Where are you out of balance today? And how could opposites help you find that balance so that you can get to the kind of performance that you're looking for? And what about in your coaching and leadership practices? In order to be more influential, in order to be more helpful to your teammates, to your clients, why don't you listen more and talk less? In order to be heard, be quiet. In order to find the answers, ask more questions. In order to be more courageous, be present with your fear. I believe that we struggle so often with performance because we fail to see the harmony between something and its opposite, between the desired outcome and the malfunction or dysfunction that we're experiencing. 
I want you to keep things simple when it comes to Agile. So this week, dwell and reflect on those balances and opposites. Don't seek out new wisdom and new techniques. Lean on the things that we've always known to be true. It simplifies things. It takes all the pressure off you and your team to constantly be learning and adapting new and varied viewpoints, but to rest on everything that you already have inside you, that innate leader wisdom, that innate desire to be courageous, that innate leadership trait. You've already got them. All you have to do is unleash them. Folks, thank you for listening. You can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. Look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.